0: Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast.
1: Thanks for stopping by.
0: Hello and welcome to the 313th episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. How are you doing this weekend, Sandy?
1: doing all right it's weekends like this these rather than uh make me very jealous of your florida weather
0: <laughs> what is it up there man uh, i don't want i don't i don't like bragging about weather um i'm i'm apprehensive to tell people the temperature here at times even when i find it or i guess especially when i find it get a little bit chilly because i don't really want to spend time any significant time outside like mm-hmm. 60 degrees for example but um what's it there today
1: a high of 34 low of 25 oh boy all right, all right. yeah so, 70 70 chance of snow on tuesday and then it's it's tough it's it's not the worst but it's just a little breezy so you know how yeah. it gets
0: yeah so where i am it is currently it's currently 63
1: apparently i don't even
0: think it's 63 i think it's much warmer than that like I'm oh no here it is it's 79 it's 79 today and um the high over the next 3 days is above 80s it's 82 84 83 oh, amazing and then it drops to 64 on thursday with a low 44 um yeah yeah it's it's nuts i don't like i don't like doing it because i'm very mindful of the fact that like Lena will especially before we came down here she'd be talking to her mom and sister while they were both down here and they would be complaining about the weather, like, oh, it's so cold, and it'd be like sixty-five. And Lane would be like, Oh, really? It's snowing here. Or it's like twenty, you know, things like that. So
1: Right. So what have you guys been up to this past week?
0: So for me, I've just been looking for jobs. Um I How's that going? It's going fine. It's going as well as I would expect, I guess, at this at this stage. You know, of course, knowing that the, the my last days is in just two weeks now, it's um, – I guess I'm definitely feeling stressful or stressed. But like, mm-hmm. you know, and I think I mentioned this last week is that Lena was saying that I shouldn't really try to rush into anything. I, I don't have to feel like a gap in payday, and you know, a gap in a paycheck or even like multiple missed paychecks on my end isn't going to be like the end of the world. You know, we – Our, um, the way, you know, our rent it, you know, it's, it's, it can be handled by either one of our, in, um, our paychecks. The only thing is that, yeah, solo. The only thing is, you know, we, we lose out on like flexibility, you know, being able to just go out to lunch or dinner or order out, I guess, most of the time these days. Sure. Or in my case, you know, just like buying a video game if I want and not playing it (laughs) because that's how I do (laughs) um right so yeah it, it's going fine I, I had one interview on thursday which was a pretty quick turnaround based off of when i when i initially p- submitted that application i think i put that in on, on i nice. want to say it was monday i think it was monday that i put that application in i've spoken mm-hmm. to a couple of recruiters um there are a lot of positions that i've opted to just not apply for because i already know that i'm not really thrilled about or like it's not thrilled thrilled is not the right word but the the work overall doesn't excite me or i just know that it's not a great fit for me and i'm not trying to spend like the first two years and i don't like learning the system or learning the work and i'm not sure that especially with the experience level or the positions that i'm that i'm even looking at that they're willing to bring somebody on who isn't like ready to start the work immediately you know or like i guess after a month or whatever you want to call it so yeah, I'm, I'm being a little bit selective about the positions, which is fine because there's still no shortage of positions. It's just um, still a bit stressful thinking about, okay, we might be moving, man. <laughs> we, we might be moving. Right. And um, I mean, of course, we, we're planning on moving anyway, but we might be moving to a different city. And um, that's uh, the exciting but also like stressful part because I don't have any sure. answers yet. No idea. No sure. idea where this is going to lead. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm,
1: well, your first real job search from like a post. Yeah. uh, Postgraduate situation. exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Post-employment. That's the right word. Yeah. Because yeah, I think it'll, um, like there, I'm expecting to hear back from a couple of other places this week. I I hope at least, um, you know, I, I put in a few applications late, on. like I guess a little, like about ten days ago. So of course, it depends on when people are actually checking out these applications, looking at CVs, whether or not they're even going to get back to me because I they feel like I'm a good or good fit or not. But right. I think for most of the positions that I've submitted applications to, I'm at least I would I would anticipate that I would at least get a call back from from just about every single one of them if they're serious about hiring. So well,
1: that's a go. That's always that's a great position to be in.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, you feel like especially especially in this field, I, I, I imagine that the amount of people that can do what they're asking, you know, to have the 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 education that I have that these positions are requiring and can actually do the work, you know, at a at a high level based off of what they've what they're describing is probably fairly small in the amount of people that are actually looking for a position. I mean, I, I have no idea what the numbers actually look like, but I just have, but I, I guess what I'm saying is that it's not like it's not like you're hiring a fry cook, right? It's not like, or they're mm-hmm. even like looking for a simple programmer who knows um, right. different programming languages. They need somebody who understands the biology too, and in the sense that I understand a lot of that and I have that background, I have that knowledge that um, I think I think that alone um, would, would likely warrant a callback. So yeah, it's, uh, you know, I'm hoping, I'm hoping to, 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 I'm hoping that some of the companies that I've, that I've, that I've applied to, especially this past week are, are a bit quick with the way they move. One of the issues that I had when I first started, when I was first looking for work right out of grad school is that some companies operate on different timelines. Like some places I had applied to like on a Monday and I would already, I would have gone through like two rounds of interviews by Friday. Meanwhile, sure. I'd have another company I might apply to on Monday. and won't hear anything back for like three weeks. And yeah, that just leads to like a really staggered wow. process because if that second job, you know, the one that's really slow is one that I really, really want, but I'm not hearing back from them and the, and the places that I, that I was already interviewing for early on. Um, if they, made an offer it'd be a little bit difficult for me to say hey you know what i really want to try to wait another few weeks to hope that these people even want to come call me back for a last round of interviews and um you know just it, i i feel like uh, this is funny that i equate it to this but you do you did you ever watch that tv show next on mtv was it was like a speed dating yeah. show i feel like that's i feel like that's what it's like like i might yeah, have a great exactly offer on the table and it's like i really really like this but and like and and unlike the case of next like you don't you know you have an idea of what's next on the bus like what 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 remains and so if i have an offer on the table and i can't let it wait any longer it's like do you let it go and wait for the possibility that that next that that last job wants you or do you quote unquote settle for the offer that you have because it's still a great opportunity so that's uh that's the only thing that i'm wary about is that I know some companies are ready to hire and ready they're ready to bring somebody on immediately in other places they kind of drag their feet and they're not like, you know, hard pressed to find somebody immediately. So that's the only thing.
1: It's uh it'll never get easier when dealing with like those aspects because those aspects seem to be pretty consistent regardless of the role.
0: Yeah. But yeah.
1: you get better at managing it also.
0: Yeah, I, I I definitely know that I'm not great at managing managing it yet. Um, I remember when I when I f- got my first offer right out of grad school for actually the position position that I did take, I was like, well, now what do I do? Because I have these other two positions, you know, one that I had gone through the final round of interviews and I just needed to hear back if they wanted to make an offer, and then I had the other position that. I had gone through like three rounds of interviews and they'd all gone great and then they just stopped. Like I just didn't hear anything back for like two, three months from them um, about whether they wanted to bring me in for an onsite and they just kept, every time I would reach out, they'd be like, yeah, you know, we're something blah, blah, blah happened um, but we plan to reach out to the applicants, uh, you know, this week to let them know and then nothing would You're wondering if
1: they're acting in good faith.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, yeah, it just, you know, you, everyone's got a different timeline. It's an it's it's absolutely impossible to know what that's like beforehand. So, um, i have considered a couple of remote only options. I just don't know how I completely feel about it. There's there's one company that I just I spoke with a recruiter about uh, the the position on Friday, and I I am not certain. Like I'm not sure how I would feel working remote full time like not even having the option to go to an office when presumably the world goes back to normal, hopefully later this year. Mm And why is Um, that? I think I just work better in the office. I like I like to get to know the people that I'm working with, you know. I don't I don't really like mingle with, with my coworkers a ton, you know, on a normal day to day basis. But having the option to do it is nice. And the, the the ease when you like if you have a question of course like you know you can you can ping somebody on slack you know give them a quick call that's fine but i just find it much easier like the the threshold to actually doing something to getting up out of my desk and just walking over to somebody and ask a quick question or just turning around talking to the person right behind me say hey have you seen this before it's just so much easier than going over slack mm-hmm. uh or or trying to call somebody um and then yeah like I I think if I would if I were to have to work full time from home, I would a hundred percent need an exclusive like work office area, an area that's not going to have like for example my 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 personal desktop at at that at that space. You know, like when I work at home, I have my laptop for work right in front of me, but then my my monitors and my and my personal desktop are there as well. And I would I normally keep that desktop on. So like if I'm gonna do like personal browsing or like open up a YouTube video or something like that? I can do that from that computer rather than my work computer, just because I feel like whatever type of way about opening stuff up like that on my work computer on, on on a at times. But honestly, when I'm in the office, I I oftentimes don't even do that. Like I'll, I'll pretty much only listen to music and uh, talk to you. Those are like the only distractions that I have going when I'm in the office. It's just far easier for me to stay focused in the office. Mm-hmm. It's not because it's like because like other people. Other people will have the YouTube open and stuff, but for whatever reason, I just didn't really like opening that stuff up at work, despite the fact that other people were doing it. It just, I was staying pretty focused then.
1: Well, there's just social pressure. It'd be like, hey, you don't want someone to come over and be like, hey, what are you, what are you doing?
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> just the off chances that somebody's doing that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really just that. Um, I, I, I guess there's also the, the added benefit of, you know, having FaceTime with people and, Especially like your superiors, your superiors, and having them get to know you, so that you know when it comes time for promotions and such, you know they know you. They, they know you as well as your work. They know your work ethic. Um, it's, you know they're not just seeing the the results on those occasional meetings that you have. Um, that's the other thought. But I haven't really had that. Like you know, of course I have. I've had almost a year of experience working from home full time but it's still a little bit different i think in terms of the way that my results have been presented to my bosses that's different than the way it has been or it would have been if we were in the office
1: do you think there's any learnings there that you can uh that you can sort of glean so that moving forward knowing that you'd still most likely be working from home for a little bit right right um to like you know improve in that regard
0: yeah, I think so. I mean, I think that first one that I mentioned, just kind of having a separation between where my like personal like gaming, chill, whatever computer space is and when my and where my like workspace is, I think would go a long way at home. You know, I don't know if you like back in back in the day, like in high school, for example, when you would when you would like do homework, did you have kind of like a dedicated like desk or would you kind of like yeah. just post up wherever, like sit at the dining room table or lay on your bed and work on homework? Because I found when I would like Never sit at my desk, it. I just found it like I would just it would just it it just made sense. Like this is this is mm-hmm. your work desk. You're not. I mean, I you know I were I didn't have a cell phone or anything like that back then, so it was a little more difficult to have something portable to be distract to 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 distract me. But um, I did find that it was a lot easier to stay productive in that manner.
1: You know, there's definitely a dedicated like homework area. I'll say. Um, but, you yeah, part of it is just, like, personal uh, discipline and knowing that, yeah, hey, just
0: having that willpower. it's work.
1: You probably yeah. shouldn't be playing video games or, hey, it's work time. You probably shouldn't be taking, like, massive breaks off. It's harder right. now, though, because there's just... Everyone's working from home, and it's just really easy to be uh, comfortable all the time. But you, yep. do, you do sort of... Otherwise, my what I tend to find is, yeah, sure, you can totally take some time off and during the middle of the day and, and relax a little bit if you feel like you need it. Not a big deal. I mean, who who didn't do yes. it when we were at work?
0: Yeah, yeah, but absolutely. Then I would I longer. would get up, I would get up for like five minutes every hour and just walk at the office. Yeah, which I wasn't actually doing at home. <laughs> Funny enough.
1: Right, but those five minutes are more contained at work, right? Yeah, because you yep. can't. You're not going for like thirty minute walks. You're not going for yeah. even fifteen minute walks, like yep. multiple times a day. Yep. So oh, just then there is a there is a you know there's a need to to balance all things like that. I'd say. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think the other thing, the other aspect, is not even actually about having the willpower to work. Is actually the problem that I had was I was working too much or at least t- I was um like I had too many hours that I was working after after hours doing stuff it's not it wasn't it wasn't always because it was like a deadline that had to be met but it might have been like oh wow check that out let me let me keep working on that because I don't want to wait till tomorrow like oh this it's not going to take that long let me do another 5 minutes right and that five minutes turned into like three or four hours because something goes wrong or you just keep going down that rabbit hole because it just keeps going, you know. And so mm-hmm. that was one of the issues that I had. Meanwhile, when, I, when I'm in the office, I have to leave at five to catch my train because if I didn't leave at five, I was going to have to catch that six o'clock train, which is an hour later. Um, so it, just, uh, it was a lot easier to shut off at the end of the day when I was in the office that I found it much harder to do when I was home
1: did you do you find that your productivity varies based on time of day? Do you have a preferred time of the day that you find yourself to be more productive than others?
0: Yeah, I think this probably stems a bit from my uh, I guess what undergrad days maybe maybe even as a grad student. I oftentimes was most productive in the in the afternoon and the evenings. I don't I, uh-uh. I can be productive in the morning if I have to get something done. But I oftentimes find that it's much easier for me to get lost in the work in the afternoon, like after lunch and into the into the early evening or even later evenings. And that's part of the reason why I do that. Um, I just feel like, oh, you know, everything is clicking. I know exactly what I'm doing. I know exactly what I need to do. And so it it oftentimes when I say, oh, five more minutes, it, it might be like I plan to only make it like five, 10 more minutes. But. I'm just cruising and I lose track of time before I know it's been, I've been sitting there for a few hours. So yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's definitely a thing.
1: Yeah. What it's about you, uh, when,
0: when do you find you're most productive?
1: I am most productive in the early mornings. Oh really? So yeah, so if I need to get stuff done, I will wake up super early, like 5.30, six, um, and know that I have got downtime where no one else is awake and no one else can bother me about with, with things. And then right.
0: I'll focus on doing work done. I see. I see. Okay. Yeah. But that's just
1: me, though. We're all different.
0: Yeah. yeah. I feel like with me, um, I'm usually busy with Gordon nowadays in the morning. <laughs> that Right. Get, getting even to my computer before nine can be a bit wow. of a chore at times because somebody's got to... If it's not me, it's got to be somebody else to handle Gordon. And uh, let me tell you, totally. that dude has got so much energy nowadays. And he's like six AM is clockwork for him. Just seems like the exact yeah. the exact time he wants to wake up every morning.
1: If he wakes up at six, when do you wake up? Six. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty immediately afterward.
0: Yeah, not too much longer. I mean, I while we've been here in Florida, I've been I've been trying to be with the one who's responsible to get him out of bed most mornings. Um on Friday morning, Lena got him and, and this morning she also got him too. Um and it, it just it does kind of depend on the day. Yeah, like it. it I have. To, I pay for it every single morning because in the evening it's like, oh, great, he's down. We all, we everybody's now got their time to themselves. You know, you can get some family time, you can get some alone time, you can do whatever. And oftentimes, like I don't want to waste. I I feel like I can't remember. I just saw the thing on 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 Reddit the other day. On the t- today I learned subreddit. I think there's like a condition or it's called something. I can't remember what it, what it's called. But basically, I feel like okay, I finished all the things that I had to do for the day. Whether it's work or handling Gordon or, or whatever you know chores, whatever it is, I want to basically spend some time with myself. I want to take advantage of all this time that I have. Meanwhile, you know that that's cutting into you your sleep time, but it feels better to, you know, make progress in Cyberpunk, or it feels better to watch a basketball game that you know because you missed the last two games. Um, you know, you, you stay up to do these things that you probably shouldn't do because you have to wake up at 6 a.m. the next day so Mm
1: -hmm. yeah I wonder what that's called
0: yeah I I can't recall what it's called but I know it was on red I just saw it within the last week I'm not gonna try to find it right now it'll take me too long but yeah like I, I definitely do it like every day it's like all right let me uh not every day but a lot of times and I often I often have to just not even approach my computer, not approach the Xbox or anything like that, and just say, "All right, you know what? Just go straight to go to go to the bedroom. You can, you know, watch some YouTube videos and then knock out and get a good night's sleep."
1: Yeah, it's it's tough. That's that's where discipline is a, is a tough thing because you feel like you've been you put in your hours. You, you, yeah. you need like yeah. some time off just to like exactly. mentally sort of break things up from uh, from the crazy grind. Yeah, I hear you on that.
0: Yeah, it's actually one of the reasons why like I um I like some of the time that I have to like wash the dishes because I'll will just like prop up my phone and watch a movie or a TV show or something. I told you that I watched I rewatched every Marvel movie or all like the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies from phases one through three on Disney Plus um, recently.
1: Did you do that uh, one dish at a time? <laughs> <laughs> took me. It took me
0: like two months to do it. Uh, but but it was good um especially especially seeing all these movies um in such a short period of time you know seeing like the flow from Avengers 1 directly into like Captain America uh Winter Soldier or whatever came next I think it was Iron Man 3 um just like seeing those stories flow you know back to back um was was cool to see was good to see um had a greater appreciation for the movies some of the movies I would actually only ever seen once like Thor, The Dark World, the probably the worst of all the uh, Marvel Cinematic movies. Uh, the I think consensus
1: is only... worst, or is that your personal view worst? I think
0: th- I would think that the consensus is worst, but I would say, I mean, pers- my personal view f- worst for sure, but even the worst Marvel Cinematic Universe movie isn't like bad. It's not like you're like, wow, that movie sucked. Um, meanwhile, like some of the Star Wars movies, for example, you would say, wow, those movies kind of sucked. Mm hmm. Um, I feel like I feel like the worst Marvel movies is is much better than 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 some of the worst Star Wars movies, for example. Um, and then, I don't, how much is this getting picked up? Can you hear in the background? A little bit, but it's it's, it's faint. I'll see what the, we'll see what the noise reduction does to this. Uh, the yeah. the walls surprisingly are fairly thin here. Like the, the the sound just flows so easily from room to room. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I think I that was like one of the worst uh, movies.
1: I feel
0: like he's getting pretty active. Oh, he is super active. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think what what's the what is another bad one. It's not bad, actually. I mean, it's it's probably one of the better movies. Um, Captain America: The Winter Soldier. I would actually only seen once before when it first came out. I saw it in theaters, and I didn't I didn't remember a lot of details, like the fact that that what is his name Zola. Um, the fact that he had his his consciousness uploaded into a computer, and he was like the one pulling all these strings all this time. I had no clue. I completely forgot that detail. So it's funny watching these movies, like acting surprised, like what that's happening. Meanwhile, I, I, I literally had seen it before. I just didn't remember that detail at all. Um, I'm trying to think what what are some of the worst ones? Um, I love Ant Man. I'd say maybe maybe An- Ant Man the Quantum Realm. It, I still I enjoy the movie, but maybe that's one of the one of the worst ones too. Like it's I I think it's a good movie, but compared to a lot of the other movies, maybe that's not as as great. Um what do you think of Doctor Strange?
1: I saw it on the plane.
0: I knew and you were gonna say okay. the plane.
1: I don't remember a lot of it, to be honest. I think it was another one of those like long, long flights.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think Doctor Strange is pretty good, but um I think having like introducing a new character who's so pivotal to the eventual like I mean not even eventual like it was only like, it was like the next movie or like just two two or three movies later um Infinity War and Endgame introducing a brand new character in like at that stage who's you know being Doctor Strange is a bit jarring I guess um I guess you can also say Captain Marvel for that matter too. Like she was between Infinity War and Endgame, and it, it made it seem like she was going to be a huge deal to Endgame. And I feel like she was just kind of like a cameo almost in that movie.
1: Yeah, maybe. I heard that there's another one coming out for that, so I might have to rewatch it just to get a better understanding of like what happened.
0: Have you watched any of uh, WandaVision on Disney Plus?
1: I have not. I was, I was going to
0: ask okay. you. Okay. Yeah, Lena and I actually have been watching it. She's, she she kind of walked in when I was when I was watching the first episode, and she's been watching since then. It's very very interesting and very strange. Um, it's it's a I guess always a strange or jarring experience to be watching a TV show live while or like not live like as it airs because it's it's single episodes at a time. They dropped the first two episodes together last week. And then they did one episode this Friday, and I guess there's gonna be one episode for the next however many episodes of the season. And it's a, uh, it's like you know, there's a lot of like confusion going on. Like it's 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 thing. It it when so when you see the advertisements, there's like you know, Wandavision. It's all black and white. It's like a it filmed in an old timey or like a like a style of like a 60s sitcom or something. 50s, 60s sitcom. Mm-hmm. And and it's like okay, well, what am I watching? Why is it like this? And there are, there are elements of some of the episodes where it's like wait, like things aren't what they seem. So we're, everyone's just trying to figure out like okay, what is going on? Why are they here? Is Vision dead? Like I don't I don't know what the timeline is of this because if it's after Infinity War and and Endgame, Vision's not alive. He didn't survive after Thanos killed him. So. I don't know if this is before the events of Infinity War. Because if it's after, then Vision can't possibly be there. And so it's like a dream world or something. So we have right. no idea what's actually happening behind the scenes. So okay. very curious about it.
1: Very cool. Very cool. Always down yeah. to... I still need to watch the second season of Mandalorian. That's how far behind I am.
0: Oh man, that was a really good one. I don't think there was really a bad episode in that season. That's good to know. And... um Bill Burr's back. I think you knew that, but he, he came back for for um, we'll just say, an episode.
1: Yeah, I I saw the memes for it, but uh yeah. I haven't uh I haven't given it uh an honest look yet.
0: Yeah. Well it's good you won't have to you won't have to wait for it to air. I, I waited until I think there was one episode left to start watching it and so I was able I don't think I only had to wait like a few days to catch that final the finale.
1: Ah uh, I see. Yeah. All right. Cool. What else? Anything else? Yeah, I don't think I got anything
0: else going on with me. Been watching sports. Um, It's good to have good to have sports as a as a distraction. Um, I have the the um, the Buccaneers and um, Packers game on right now, just kind of in the in the background. So, yeah, watching that. And then, of course, the NBA has been running. Which has been fun, but man, it's um, it's a bit, it's a bit weird to. It's hard to judge teams because of COVID. Like there have been a few players that have tested positive for COVID. Like Seth Curry on the Sixers, he he had COVID um, for one of the games. Uh, ben Simmons, Seth, I think every single starter except for Danny Green was out in one game because they had all either been around someone who tested positive for COVID or someone had tested positive for COVID. And I think in the end it was Seth Curry who tested positive and a few of the players had interacted with him outside of games. And so they had to all go into quarantine. And um, because of that, there are a lot of teams, there are a lot of games where you'll, you'll watch these, you know, you know, team A play team B and team B will be missing like essential staff or essential players. And because of the condensed nature of the season, they're still pushing for 75 games, I think is what the number is, where the normal season's 82 games. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, they're missing like a month or two of what would normally be typical playtime. Like, I think the seasons typically start in October and they started it in like late November, I want to say. So you basically have a month or two con- um, that have been eliminated from the calendar but they're still trying to fit in a bunch of other games into this into their into their timeline. So you're basically playing most teams are playing like every other day and a lot of times they have back to back games. So the Sixers played 2 days ago and they played yesterday. They have today off and then they play I um, can't remember who they play tomorrow, but they play tomorrow. And then they have the Lakers on like Wednesday. So like most of these teams aren't getting any longer than a day's rest in between games, which is probably going to result in a lot of teams doing like um you know resting players for a game. So it'll be really hard to assess teams when they're not like playing a hundred percent against one another. Right. I feel like first I I feel like the NFL was far better in terms of like COVID. Prevention or COVID like monitoring because I mean, granted, like, you had some teams like what, what was the team that like they're playing? Like, I can't remember who was their quarterback that they had to play, who was like was the, uh, the, a kicker. The Broncos it was. was it the Broncos, Broncos
1: had a wide receiver play uh, quarterback, play quarterback, yeah.
0: yeah. So, like, yeah, you had you had situations like that, but I think because they're so far between like each game, there's a week between or in most cases, there's a full week between each game. Um, I think it gives ample time to determine if there's any, you know, positive cases or, or even like, you know, potential quarantine quarantines that you need to have. Meanwhile in the NBA, it's like, all right, so either you cancel the game, which they have done a few times now, they've canceled some games, or you're playing with, you know, you're basically like here you put you're starting your wide receiver or quarterback because you're missing your star players and you don't really have an option because you got to play, you know, every day or every other day, right? So, kind of curious tough. to see how it's it keeps tough. going. Yeah, one of the ways that they're trying to minimize, I think, exposure is that they've tried to like implement baseball-style series, where you know, like in the in baseball in the MLB, you'll typically play like three games in a row against a team, and or at least I guess at times I don't really know how it works all the time, but you'll play you'll play a team three times in a row before you go to a next you know before you go to another team, and the oh, okay. NBA, they're now doing like, okay, so the Sixers just played um, Boston um, like like five days ago. And then they played mm-hmm. Boston again, like the, the very next game in the same city. They played Detroit yesterday and they're playing Detroit, I guess. I, I think they're playing Detroit again tomorrow. So they're trying, I think, to minimize exposure to different teams by forcing you to play multi, like by playing multi-game series. That way, if somebody happens to test positive or there's a contact positive case, the 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 exposed teams is just fewer than if they were playing a typical NBA season.
1: I see. That makes sense. Yeah, um, yeah just reducing travel, reducing exposure.
0: Yeah. 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 I think all that's right. about all I got going on for me in my
1: life these days all at least. Right. I, uh, I can quickly wrap up and say that uh, I have scheduled a couple of doctor's appointments. Uh, I'm going to be seeing an ENT specialist for my tinnitus um, okay. for the first time ever, so I'm going to try and see what the heck is going on with, with me. In that regard, um, I am also going to be seeing an oral surgeon. Um, just with regards to getting my wisdom teeth hanging out. Uh, two, I think I said on like the last episode that I've got three um, wisdom teeth, and I need to get potentially two of them taken out. Right. So, I'm trying to do that honestly as quickly as possible. I'm not really trying to wait for, for this to become an issue, because every so often it becomes an issue. Like I'll feel like a pain, I'll be like, oh, this is a preview of poor like um poor dental management or poor dental hygiene whatever you want to call it yeah and and so i'm trying to just you know get that uh get that completed sooner rather than later um we'll see how it how it works itself out but that's really about it
0: all right yeah it sounds good wish you the best on that Uh, appreciate it glad you're able to take care of that the first stages with the the fillings and all. And um, yeah, see how that continues all, to go. Yeah. but Keep us updated. Four
1: fillings done and uh, a mouth guard has been fitted. So I got to go back in on like the 11th, I think, to um, to see if the the mouth guard fit properly. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get out of here.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, I'm Reza.
1: I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Thank yeah. you yeah.